Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the Jedi Sages channel. My name's Ben. This is Rob. Hi. Welcome to our episode one watch along. We are going to be doing all of them for our. Not today. No, not. This is this is just episode one today. Yeah. The Phantom Menace. <laughs> we'll eventually get to them all. Yes, indeed. I don't think we'll manage. That's that's a long ass marathon. I don't think we'll be able to do that. Right. If you would like to watch along with us, we're currently on Disney Plus. We're on the 20th century logo. We're going to press play in three, two, one. Boom. And away we go. <laughs> I actually missed that part from the, the new sequel films. They not have it? No, because it's not done by Fox, is it? It's Disney. Oh, yeah. A good old Lucasfilm. Oh, I do miss that. Stop touching my leg. <laughs> <laughs> so do you come here often? <laughs> Ah, oh, the classic Star Wars. Which I found in the sequel trilogy was actually a little bit higher key. Didn't sound right. Was it? Yeah, didn't sound right. That's... Do you know what they never let on? You know people who do these commentaries? Yeah. They never actually show you that you can't hear what's going on in the film when you do this. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't hear the music. I can I can just hear it. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're deaf. That's what it is, your old age. Ah. Uh, and here we have the uh, the political side. This is the most boring um, opening that you will ever see uh, in in a Star Wars film. But actually, I think it's so important. Like it, it's politics at its most boring, and that's when you think, oh, it's politics. It's boring. That actually, it's that's when it's dangerous. Most vital, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so turmoil has engulfed. No, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know it, it really sets the um, the scene for the politics of the Republic, which we'd never seen before. Um, I mean, the font is nice yeah. as well. I like the font. Very it doesn't end with galaxy. I mean, it does. It does has the word galaxy there, but it doesn't end. Well, is that is that some kind of trend? Don't they normally end with the word to, to save the galaxy? Da, I don't. Da, da, da. I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Now, this was this was one thing that um, started to become a little bit of a trend between episode one, two, and three, and then seven, eight, and nine. Which direction the pan would go? It was always down, apart from Attack of the Clones when it went up. Yeah, wasn't it? Think so? Or was it episode th- no? Episode three went down. Yeah. Oh, see this. Look, look at that. Right, they are a mixture of CGI and props. And how sick do they look? Well, as as I'm sure you know, Phantom Menace actually had the most number of props and physical uh, models ever used in a Star Wars film. Yeah, because so e- the even their faces. That's well, just animatronics on a on a prosthesis, wasn't it? Yeah. Now I have to say, the um, oh. Nemoidians. Nemoidians. Yeah. I think they should have had subtitles. I do you, don't think do they you should reckon? have been. I don't think they should have sounded like this. <laughs> I think it's slight. I think they should have changed it. Did it, did, did George do many like edits Voices? to this one? Uh, no, we haven't seen any edits because no. he directed it. It was his vision yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, uh, I love the fact that Qui Gon's in a much darker robe here. Oh yeah. I never noticed I don't that know, before. I don't know why, but it's very reminiscent of Luke, I think. Yeah. It's oh. the different shades of brown, isn't it? Like, there was a lot of, uh, like, Anakin's robes in 2 and 3. They're quite dark. I think even, yeah, Qui-Gon's in this. But again, I suppose that symbolises the fact that actually, you know, Qui-Gon is going slightly more against the grain of the Jedi Order, yeah. so he is slightly verging from the path. Notoriously, like, uh, always, a, always a, like, what, what, he's always conflicting with the Council, isn't he? Yes. Like, in a lot of the books and stuff like that. Yes, he is. Good old Ewan McGregor with a little rat ponytail. Very interesting, that. Like, wh- where do they get the idea 
to do to an, an apprentice. Well, I suppose this is where they've been able to introduce all of this brand new, haven't they? Yeah. Like this is new stuff that they set up. The idea that um, the Padawans need braids and and the little ponies. Jedi knights. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'll turn it up a little bit. Yes, because I can't hear it. I was just trying to turn in my headphones out. I couldn't hear anything. The animat. Oh, what I have to say though, the animatronics here, fantastic. Yeah. I'm not going in there with Jedi. Oh, I think. Be warned, there's probably going to be a lot of quoting in this. It's just what we do. We don't like to enjoy the films, we just like to say it back at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trade negotiations. I do like the fact that they used um, the protocol droid. You know, obviously, silver C-3PO. Yeah. I thought that was quite nifty. What are they drinking? Probably like tea. Oh, and there he is, the big bad himself, the Phantom Menace, the person who this film is named after. Get this sniveling slime out of my face. (laughs) Ah, never my sight again. (laughs) And of course, this was the first time we'd seen the Emperor, and he obviously iconically, as he he is iconically the Emperor, um, they don't show that he hasn't got any melted face or anything like that. Um, But the chin and the nose, I feel, are iconic, as well as the brooch. It was always the brooch that told me as a kid sitting in there in 1999 I was going to say did, did you remember seeing it yes. in the cinema I vividly remember seeing it how old you have been what 92 uh, uh, 7 7 yeah Captain brutal absolute destruction with the practical effects and you see they didn't need to show heads being blown up yeah. or anything now, did, now, was this ever explained? Did they just hold their breath? Because that's meant to be like um, knockout gas, wasn't it? Yes, I believe that's... The, I've never been quite sure on it. I believe the line that Qui-Gon says is dioxide. Yeah. Or dioxygen. Which I think is... I think that's just the gas that yeah. they're pumping through and so they're holding their breath. Now, even these even these droids, they're quite a good mixture of CGI and practical. They look very I cool. Think, I think most of them are CGI. But yeah. the CGI is really good. Yeah. Probably because the environment is mostly CGI as well. Oh, and um, that classic, that classic thing oh, coming through. Jedi, yeah, the, the sail barge music. We love that time. Little force push. Leveled up. He's Absolutely. only level two at the moment, so he's, he hasn't unlocked all the force powers yet. I think one of my favourite moments in the film coming up. <laughs> Where are those droids? <laughs> Not that bit. <laughs> no, it's the melting of the door. I yeah. love it. And it's, do you know what it is? It's how calm he is about it as well. Yes, which again, you see this. This is what... This yeah, he's just like, fuck it. Let's just cut it open. These are these are Jedi. Yeah. In their prime. Close the blast doors. And that's like four layers of pure jurisdiction. Oh, it is. And again, I would not... As a seven-year-old child, I would not have realised that that door hadn't actually melted. That was all CGI. Yeah. It's fantastic because you do think uh, nowadays. Yeah. How is he not melting his hand off? <laughs> There's the oh coming too. <laughs> this is impossible. Like, I know he probably is probably that George is just like Liam. Look in, look intensely at the door, but don't worry. <laughs> but it still yeah. looks quite cool. And obviously we had these super super droids introduced, the the droid cars. And again, it's amazing. Oh, and I like the 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 four speed. The first yeah. and only time it's ever <laughs> used. And people moan at Luke using abilities in, uh, oh, no. in episode in episode eight. What What is interesting to note is I'm more aware now of things like wig changes. Like at some yeah, I was going to say, did you notice that you and his wig was very light brown as I opposed believe to normal brown? I was, I was reading somewhere on Twitter, I believe it's because he had a wig allergy. 
Um, really? Or so f- to begin with, they tried using a wig. Yeah. And it didn't work. So they then actually really? had to cut his hair. Yeah. So is that his natural at the moment? I think it must be. Yeah. Or they used a different ty- type of glue. <laughs> because but in fairness, I think credit credit to you and McGregor. I'm pretty sure what in do you reckon in two and three is his natural hair, or do you reckon two was a wig? Uh, in two, it was his natural hair, but they did. Again, this was on Twitter recently with Pablo Hidalgo talking about reshoots. Yeah. The reshoots were with glued-on beard and wig. Ah. They might have been wearing a wig the whole time. I can't remember. Now, seeing seeing old Padme Amidala. Yes. I can't remember in, in whether in '99 in the awards did that, did this get nominated for costume design for Possibly. Oscars? I, can't I feel remember. like it did. Yeah. Because some of these some of the intricate dresses and and outfits for all the characters, not only just the Jedi, but these as well, they're bloody good oh yeah absolutely and like as much as i don't like the voice of the nemoidians like even their costumes are yeah. fantastic yeah like the cybernetic implants of some of the eyes yeah. that the controllers have we will see and i quite like you see that george's stiff direction i think works really well for the queen yeah i think it's when you get to the other characters it's not so good yeah Oh, Camilla Kaishan. And of course, um, now, what, what, now those those fountains in the background, that was salt, wasn't it? That was apparently, I, I yes, saw it that. Was, it it yes. was salt yeah. getting poured uh, out. And guys, I really must suggest, if you haven't watched the behind the scenes um, of any of these Star Wars films, they are some of the best behind the scenes. Just under Lord of the Rings, I would say. The Lord of the Rings behind the scenes are yeah. amazing, but the special features and behind the scenes documentaries on some of these prequels are fantastic. There he is, the guy from Casualty. Good old Panarka. Uh, Hugh Quashy, I believe. C.O. Bibble. Yeah. He has got an English accent in this, hasn't he? Hugh Quashy? Yeah. No, no he he's, he's got his American accent, yep. yeah. And of course, you, it's, it becomes a spotting game of who can you see? Can you see Kira Knightley? Um, playing or, or Natalie Portman? Yeah, is it Kira Knightley or Pat Natalie Portman? Um, I believe That's Richard that Armitage is somewhere in the in the scene somewhere. Oh, does he play a, a security guard? He plays a, uh, yes, plays a security guard in the Gungan scene where she kneels before. Really, I'm gonna have to keep an eye out that. Kneels <laughs> <laughs> before Bosnas. And again, the Pretty sound cool. design, yeah. Ben Burt sounds for these. The, oh. Those vulture droids, they definitely sound very cool. And you can see, you know, they're always, you know, it's sound. You've got a similar relationship. They're the same family to the TIE Fighters. Yeah. You haven't got You always identify them as bad. Yes. Very lucky that they were able to find a clearing like that. <laughs> they're probably scouting around for ages. Yeah. What they don't show is the massive deforestation. Yeah, the they've just lasered it all down. It's secretly burning in the background. And again, this is probably another symbol for like uh, a colonialization of a of a of yeah, an just area. Generally, you know, techno- technological yeah. devastation of a planet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not technological devastation. No, but, but yeah, yeah. How it? How, yeah. yeah, the rise of technology influencing the natural yeah. world. And again, all those little met, uh, images that um, you know he was so George was so keen on yeah. putting in. This is you know this is yeah. Endor all over again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Oh, in 4K, some of the CGI is a little bit questionable. But what you have to remember, though, as well, is that actually this was one of the first mocap. Yeah, performances next to Gollum, and that wasn't until 2001. So that's yeah. two years so later. Com- these these guys are working. When would they start working? 98. Yeah, seven? probably two. Yeah, one or two um, years before. So you know, actually, the the mocap for 
for Jar Jar Binks was oh, revolutionary. Oh, God, yeah, I'm actually looking at it there on the ground. Some of the lighting and the shadows was quite poor. Yeah, but the, but the fact that it's even this far... Yeah. It's incredible when you yeah. think about it. And, like, it's not bad, the texture of his skin and whatnot. No. And, actually, I think it's only now that resolution has got so yeah. good... we can start can noticing that stuff. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that picky because I, I appreciate the fact that it's 1999. Like, yeah. come on. Oh, I'm four at this point. Like, jog on. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I do think it was ambitious. Don't ever do that again. Uh, I do think. Do you know? I do think it was really ambitious uh, and, and groundbreaking, as George Lucas was known is known for being. Yeah. I think you've got to take risks. Was it too comedic? Yeah, yeah I don't remember yeah, having a problem with it when I was nah. a kid. I wasn't overly laughing or anything like that. You know what I mean? I think this was a sign of George really pushing the boat out in it. Pushing the boat out technologically, but aiming it too, I think, too low. But then maybe he knew where this was going, and we were—he knew we were going to end up with a burning charred corpse on the edge of a river of lava, and he knew that somehow we had to get it light and engaging to begin with. Yeah. Blast us into oblivion. And I do feel like um, Ahmed Best gets a bad rap. Like recently, yeah. he's he's been so much more endorsed and loved by the fans. Yeah. And I don't think he's one of these people that regrets his role. No, uh, and I think he did have a lot of... I believe I read he had some mental health issues because of yeah, the I, abuse I that he got from fans, which is, is never all no, right. No, no, definitely. You yeah. never... you never, you. never. It's all right to criticise a bad performance, but you never criticise the actor personally. Yeah, criticise the performance, not the performer. Yes. And yeah, even in agreed. this case, he did a great job of, you know, of doing what he was asked to do. Yeah. Now, here's here's one question. Do you reckon they're using the force to stop the pressure from crushing them? I don't think it's that deep. Do you not think? No, I don't think it's that deep. Bruh, that looks at least like think, 40 metres down. I think it's deep, but I don't think it's the type... Like You're not you crushing pop, depth. You pop your ears, it's not going to be crushing depth. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Mate. I think free divers have gone deeper. This is. A, do you know what? This is actually starting to trigger my thalassophobia. Your what? It's the, uh, the fear of the deep ocean. Ah. Uh-huh. Like, I have to admit... Big, 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 big water. <laughs> that was a throwback, you people, from the 90s to Land, Land Before, Before Time. Time. I believe it was the fourth one, but I don't yeah. know. Oh, my God. I think it was called Big Water, actually. Yeah. Land Before Time 4, Big Water. So even this looks, like, pretty cool. Like, I'm pretty sure, what, what do you reckon? Half of that is set, like, a set design and the rest very, of it's CGI? Very little of that would be set design. Do you know, well, the flooring would be real, surely. Probably. All but those Gungans are real. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't ruin my immersion. And again, another great character that they've then gone on to expand. Captain Tar- Tarples was... Ex- Tarples. Tarples? Captain Tarples? Tar- well, it was expanded in Clone Wars. big. And I think the language, I think... Do you reckon that added to the... Like, yeah, I think the, the, the silliness... You've either got to go with silly language, I think, or silly, just, just sla- silly behaviour. Oh, okay. I think they went too far. Do you reckon it would have been better if they were like subtitled language talking like, I don't know, their See, own See, I native. don't know. That I don't know. I think... That's Brian Blessed, isn't it? It is. Oh, I completely forget that. And what I want to... He always Die looks... Die by Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks so different. Like I believe at one point when I was younger, I thought he was like a Jabba the Hutt. Speech. Well, yeah, yeah, because he, he looks so bulbous, doesn't he? And the way he but sits is he just isn't he just cross legged? Isn't he just a fat gungan? He's just a really large gungan who enjoys his takeaway pizza. Yeah. Mate, can you imagine the delivery there, mate? 
going on a bike than getting to the edge of the coast, mate. I have to hop in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be uh, an easy one. You, be- you better get tipped for that. <laughs> I wonder about well, like how they... Do you reckon with the poor geezer who had to like, CGI his saliva? <laughs> I would imagine so, yes. That would have been like a fun... It's like, Derek, you've got to do the saliva, mate. <sighs> Damn it. I don't think he was credited at the end as Derek the saliva guy. <laughs> My speciality is doing CGI saliva. Now, how does. Now, now, this is a question. Obviously, you're not a massive scientist. Naboo has a hollow core. Well, is, is it a is it? I thought a that was the whole, the whole team. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it was probably. They call it the core of the planet, but it's probably just a rocky layer. Yeah, it's just got loads at, of catacombs. At the catacombs. De- deepest depths oh, of the okay. ocean. I was going to say, was that, would that even be possible? Because if you've seen the film The Core, um, most planets have a magma centre, um, oh, which is the new flavour by Magnum, by the way. <laughs> magma centre. It's kind of a hot chilli centre. Mm. My brother, the teacher. Now, interesting, that I just suddenly realised they're using Wookiee terminology. Owes him a yes, life debt. Uh, absolutely. Or is that now, or did that, did that get retconned in this and it's more a galactic term rather than a Wookiee term? I think it was, a, it was a concept that the fans were familiar with because of the novels. Yeah. They knew that in the novels and the expanded universe, Chewie had... Uh, Chewie, yeah, Chewie, Chewie had, had a lot of life debt. So it was language that they were familiar with. Huh. That would have been cool. Imagine that. It's like actually from the Gungans. That's where a life diet is. Oh, God, here we go. Hold my hand, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, as a kid, it, it didn't bother me, but now that my, my fear of this has developed, this 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 actually gives me the creeps. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. And it's quite... Do you know what? This is quite a nice tonal shift after the do- after the silly slapstick humour of, oh, no, what's the meter saying? Um, I quite like this bit. Mm. Because it does add a bit more seriousness and yeah. gravitas to the situation. And it gives the CGI guys and the model makers a yeah. chance to really show off. Yeah, because the fish are bloody good. Oh, God. Like, that is good. That, course, that looks real. Some of these, absolutely. Some of these uh, fish do make an appearance in Solo A Star Wars Story. I believe the Colo Clawfish uh, ends up as a delicacy on uh, Gryden Voss's plates, yes. I don't think this is... That's the o- OPC, OPC killer. killer. Yeah. Thank you, Visual Dictionary. Um, Hello uh, there. Whoa! <laughs> oh, God. Build up your teeth! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that, mate. It's just like, oh, It's, it's the music as well. Yeah. It just adds gravitas to the creature. Oh, he's a bigger fish. Very important lesson to learn there. Yeah, exactly. Look at the size of it. It's like Godzilla underwater, yeah, man. I was to say, that's a very Godzilla shot, actually. Yeah. And you wonder why I don't get the creeps. <laughs> Again, the beautiful space shots. Yeah. Used with models. I, I, just, I distinctly remember one of the, the, the figures that I remember, remember most having from episode one was... <laughs> A Nuke Gunray and Rune Harko. Yeah, definitely. Pack, it's strange, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, agreed. I definitely remember those. You didn't tell them about the Jedi. <laughs> Again, I, I don't... I just don't know. Like, I don't feel like it's... 
I think the accent fits. I don't think it was deliberately offensive. But I think if you think too much about it, Trade Federation, they're very greedy and they've given this this kind of European oh, do you accent. I think th- if you think too much about it, it can become quite offensive. Yeah. Um, Just don't think about it too much. It's Star Wars. It's made up. Science I think, fiction. I don't know. I, I think subtitles would have helped. Would have made them more imposing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What is out there? If you're going to sit there and just say the film, we might as well do the uh, the audio <laughs> drama. <laughs> it's just natural, isn't it? It's it's like fifteen odd years of just watching these. That's the colo clawfish. Yeah, beautiful. And again, the the creature design. You've got the Godzilla esque one, the kind of carp looking one. It's and like then a squid, got, isn't it? It's like a squid with a squid. Yeah, beautiful. And then it just come the big old. I can't remember what that one's called. Bloody big though. That's what yeah. it is. That's the big one. Mm, big old fish. Mate, he's getting fed like no tomorrow, mate. He's had an OPC killer. He's had a colo clawfish, mate. All because of these guys. Absolutely. Well, he's got to eat well, hasn't he? Yeah. He's a big guy. Too right, too right. This also reminds me of the um, the Knights of the Old Republic level when you go under... Manan. Manan. Yeah, oh. With the, the and sharks. Yes. Yeah. Very creepy. Similar Do you know what? Actually, thinking of, talking about um, Firaxa shark, for a split second in Bad Batch, when they're going through those tubes at the end, I thought there was going to be some Firaxa sharks oh, there. Oh, you and imagine? I like, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. You can see the cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lighting up her dress. You can see the cable. No way. I'd never noticed that before. This is why I love being older, so you notice these things. Absolutely. Cause Wait, like, now, where was this Croatia or Spain? Uh, the, oh, the, the I want to say it's the Czech Republic. I want to say it's Dubrovnik. I might be wrong. Reckon? I might be completely wrong. The scenes for Naboo. It might have been somewhere in Italy. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. It's, it's one of those. It's definitely one of those. Beautiful location. Oh though. yeah, definitely. Like Naboo sticks out in your head, like when you when you start thinking about Star Wars locations. Absolutely, it's like that, like that palace. Like none of that's like CGI or anything like that. It's an actual palace, and it's nice because it really shows you the varied cultures as yeah. well. Which I feel again was somewhat lacking in sequel trilogy. Now this is Kieran Knightley. That's Kieran Knightley. That's yes. Kieran Knightley. Yeah, it's trying to. Yeah, you can you can tell there's a slight there's a slight difference. And I wonder whether that's is that Richard Armitage just behind Rune Harker's shoulder? I can't tell. Not the not the guy on the f- clearly visible. I don't know. He might only be in the one shot. Yeah, I'll have, I'll double check. We're not going to be doing any pauses or anything unless there's emergency toilet breaks. But we'll um, we'll certainly let everyone know so then you know we're all watching at the same time, enjoying it yes. at the same time. I know because you know what inspired me to do this. It was the Collider Boys. Years yes. ago, they did it, and, and I will never forget. I've never been able to watch the Phantom Menace since John Schnepp. God rest his soul. Brilliant man. King yeah. of the sweaties. Um, he said, The Phantom Menace is just shots, different shots of people sitting in circles, sitting in semicircles, talking to each other. <laughs> I just thought, I've never been able to unsee it. Yeah. You but, like, oh, we're in another scene now where there's people in a room sitting in a semicircle talking to each other. <laughs> I just thought it was brilliant. How smooth is that? Oh. Like, like, Un- unsheath- like unsheathing your lightsaber and putting it away and not even cutting your robe at all. Well, yes, I think that was... You imagine the... Uh, masterfully done. <laughs> I can't tell. It might be this guy here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The last one. Because he probably would He probably would have been young, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. That never took place. 
good old CO Bibble. He made it through every single one, I believe, every single one of the prequel trilogy yeah, films. He was in all of them, wasn't he? Yeah, made a yes because he made an appearance in the funeral and in the Queen in episode three and in the episode two Queen Jamila scene. It's none of those two there. No, no, no. So we got Kira Knightley now talking with Natalie Portman in her disguise. I mean, to be honest with you, that's not a bad tactic, is it? No, no, I think it's, it's pretty very smart. But actually, if you look at the other actresses there, they all do look very yeah. similar to Natalie Portman. Yeah, I, I think. Not- well, that would be a, that would be a thing. I, I, I yeah. think a lot of political leaders have that, where their bodyguards look very similar to them. Don't quite know how Boris Johnson finds someone who looks like him, <laughs> but you never know. Maybe yeah. maybe one of the Muppets was available. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we got political now. Oops. Yeah, we'll go. We'll get it back on Star Trek at uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Because I can't remember. I think I think Ray Park was also a um, s- s- royal guard. Was it? But not in the scene, in the glass smashing scene. Uh. Where they break the windows, cause thousands of p- credits worth of damage. Absolutely unforgivable. It's that one there, I think. On the right. Because he's quite a tall fella, isn't he? He's like 6'5", yeah. I think. I think it's this guy with our... It's back to us. Yeah. On Panaka's right. So this is it's becoming spot the extra. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rather than commentary on the actual film. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. I love that shot when he what, does What, when he does his splits? Oh, just, he's again, bit, you're seeing the athletic mate. side yeah. of, the, of the Jedi. He's just built different, Mr. Mr. Kenobi. Those beautiful ships. Yeah. They're very elegant, aren't they? Yeah. They're very representative of the Nab- Nabooian culture. Is that, would that be the right terminology? Nabooian? Naboo? Just the Naboo culture. Yeah. Have some of that. Sick. <laughs> How many did you get? <laughs> Doing like a Legolas and Gimli kill count. Yeah. <laughs> See, that kind of humour where the legs are still standing. I don't yeah. mind that kind yeah. of humour. Subtle, I think. isn't it? Yeah, it's subtle, but it's not pointed out, which is I think is very Star Wars. Yeah. Whereas, I've got a message for your mum. By Hux, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, I don't like those yeah. that kind of humour. Well, we can uh, we can uh, cringe when we get to that episode, can we? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know seven, eight, and nine are going to be f- are going to be fun, to say the least. I'll have a lot of words when we get to nine. So will I, and actually, not all of it will be negative. No. But there are some <laughs> things that, oh my goodness, poor design that is, isn't it? Shield generator would just been like hit like that, terrible. But mind you, I suppose this is just a transport ship in it. It's not. What like was wrong with Rick Olio's delivery there? Oh, do you mean the the um just the actual position of the the, the oh, shield generator itself is so yeah. exposed? Now, why would you have that? And then what kind of evasive maneuvers are these, mate? You're just allowing your droids to get hit, mate. This is terrible tactics. Yeah, and you can see he's got a wig there. I think. Wee. I th- yeah, I think it's very convenient. I think and, and we we forget this this is our introduction to R two D two. Yeah. This, this is our introduction to him. And so it had to be, you know, he had to be the only droid left. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Had to he had day. to look, you know, heroic. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to have, an in, you know, six more films to... Yeah. Five more films include after this one. Well, a lot more than that, isn't it? Technically, he's in all of them. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything yeah. in the sequel trilogy, does yeah. he? Yeah. It's just iconic because he got replaced by a younger model. <laughs> That's what BB-8 was. A younger model. Tatooine. Of course, they have no presence there because it's like the huts are gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> gangsters. The huts are gangsters. 
Yeah, they're from Brooklyn, man. They're from Boston. <laughs> well, it's funny because Hugh Coshy was then in um, that. There was a Doctor Who episode in, in Manhattan. Oh yeah, he was on it. I love this scene—the introduction of Dark. Do you know what's funny though? Yeah, like you think he's taller than he actually is. Yes. Obviously, when he steps forward, you think he's actually quite a big fellow. <laughs> he's like actually, it's very misleading, isn't it? Because yeah. that, you know they had to introduce him as very menacing. But obviously, Ray Park is quite a short little dude. Bless him, you know, <laughs> much like myself. So yeah, just to have them all sat down makes more sense. There he is. It's that face pain on it. Oh, the difference between the dude. The t- I don't know if it was ever confirmed in law. I think that there's two. Like you don't have two types of Zabrax. There's literally just one type, but then you choose to have a face pain or not. I think or tattoo. Sorry, because it's a tattoo. It's not. I think most of them are. I think Iridonian Zabrax do not. I'm not, I, it's not been confirmed in canon. No, I think there was a lot gone into it in like the old Expand, Republic, yeah, and the expanded, expanded universe. universe, yeah. Because you get Zabrax with just the light, the light tan skin with no face tattoos, and then you've got the Darth Maul style. Because I know on Dathomir and like Savage Opress, they he's, he's got, yellow and black. Yeah, isn't he? they've got facial tattoos. Did they get Kenny Baker back in it? They did, didn't they? Yes, I think yeah. so. Clean him up. Covered in gunk. Even Kira Knightley's got a bit of a weird voice, isn't she? That was all dubbed. Oh, it was, was Natalie, Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman was doing the voice and, dub- and they were dubbing it, yeah. That's freaky. Any particular reason? Why is that just to like... Just to, I think, continue the illusion. Yeah. Maybe Kira's voice was a bit too... Maybe maybe a bit too posh, maybe? I don't know. Well, they're just different voices, aren't they? And yeah. you, you want them to sound similar. A lot of tappings. Again, this is where we start to see the quite stiff acting. Well, in fairness, like obviously she's talking to like a geezer with a ball on his face in it, so it's a bit hard to yeah emote um, properly. <laughs> but you can only do so much, you know. Yeah. Excellent. Don't like stand standing work at the back. <laughs> the two geezers who just look very confused. Chat at the console there. Now, oh, I missed it. When they went past, did they go past two suns? I didn't even see. I just saw one bright light. You know what? I don't know. Good old Tatooine. Now, was it, did they go back to Tunisia? Yes, I believe they did. That's so sick. So in episode four, uh, Tatooine was mainly based in, on Tunisia because they lost like two or three sets, didn't they, to sandstorms? Which yes. is mad to think about. And they're still there. The, r- yeah. the remains are still there because I believe they went back to the remains for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, for some of the, like the, those little like igloo domes in it. No transmissions at all. Now, fun fact is, is m- quite commonly believed that this poncho of Qui Gon's is actually forms part of the fabric that Yoda is using as a blanket in. Um, <gasps> in Return of the Jedi because I believe I can't remember if I'm right or not I believe there's something that in the uh, certain if, point of view but yeah. I believe there's something that Yoda says in fairness you look at the material I, on the edge of that poncho there's got a pattern maybe I'll have a look at Yoda's outfit well Mate. it's not Yoda's out- outfit it's the blanket Is that he uses when he dies oh I thought it was saying, oh. I believe I'll have to, we'll have to check that. We'll have to remember that one, guys. To, make I'll a note in the co- make the note in the comments so we don't forget. I mean, in the certain point of view, things the the Yoda bits are the best. 
a lovely CGI panther in the background. Your legs tangled. <laughs> Cables everywhere. <laughs> I'm under attack. I feel like some of these creatures in the background have definitely been added. I don't remember those little geezers in the bottom right. Yeah, no, they were there. Were they? Yeah. Blimey. But uh, you can look at some of the practical effects. They've seen some quarrens walking by. There's a lot of spacesuits that were like look like they're quite cool designs. I mean, I suppose the only thing that was it that was massively changed for the Blu-ray uh, was the addition of the CGI Yoda. Ah, yes, that classic. In fairness, I think that was needed. I feel like the puppet, while it was good at the time, it didn't fit. No, it looked strange. It looked like it had a moustache. Yeah. Nubian. Here we have the classic, uh, you know, character, very much based on, I believe it's Al Pacino in The Merchant of Venice. This kind of money again. This is one of those could be perceived it's as slightly quite wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, offensive. You know, stereotypical. Got, I think it's yeah it's supposed to be like a stereotypical stereotypical Jewish person. Yeah. It? Again, I think he would have perspective though, isn't it? It's like I think he would have benefited benefited from like, he talks in Hutties some of the yeah. time anyway I think it, they should have carried that on and kept it going the little pit droids yeah very reminiscent of um, the Jawas sand crawler hold I'm a person and my name is Anakin it's interesting that he thinks he's, she's an angel like it, it almost sounds like because he was saying it's like oh it's what space pilots say it sounds almost like a hallucinational kind of yeah concept because religion, per se, towards like a, a deity, yeah. is never really talked about, is it? So well, no, the religion in, in this is the force, isn't yeah. it? And, and so it's fascinating. From that. Here's my question. What do you think about the choice to make um, Anakin this young, like 10 years old? Yeah, but then is she? how old is she meant to be, like 14? She's 14. Well, that's what I mean. Like The problem is, maybe if they should have gone for like a kid who was a bit older or an actress who was a bit younger... Because, yeah, the age gap does look significant, but then when you put it like that, it's only four years. But then the problem is him going in, like, a space of, like, what's the gap between one and two? Ten. Is it ten years? Ten years. So I suppose, yeah, I suppose so Hayden, Hayden Christian 20. 20. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Okay, do you know what? Talking like that, I think I can rock Hayden Christensen being a 20-year-old and she being a 24-year-old come episode two. I'm, I can deal with that. Do you not think that they should have had... Um Anakin be a little bit older, like maybe. grumpy teenager. Maybe, potentially. Just something to think about. I, d- I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think the issue is, you know, if you s- it depends on how you watch it. If you've yeah. started, or if you know already who Darth Vader is, then it's it's hard to swallow that pill. That you know, the guy who was choking the guy in the first film is his little kid now. Whereas, if you start watching at the Phantom Menace, then you see the fall yeah. of how this lovely child turned into this master what of evil. What do you evil. think is some kind of Jedi waving your hands about like a mind trick? Uh, I am a Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only money. I have a very particular set of skills. This lightsaber for one. <laughs> that was a reference to Liam Neeson, who played Qui-Gon Jinn, also playing uh, whatever his name is, Miller, uh, Liam, Alan, no, Alan, um, something Miller in Taken. Yeah, very good, very good first one. Fucking <laughs> And again, too much slapstick, slapstick yeah. with Jar Jar here. Unnecessary. Bless, young love. <laughs> Uh, 
And of yeah. course, this this shows the other side. Like you see, you've seen the posh side of Naboo. Well, I say posh in quotations, but like the the more elegant side. Now you're in the gritty, the dirty. There's slaves. There's yeah. there's indented servitude. There's you see all good, angles of the galaxy. Don't yeah, you? there's not good conditions to live. You see the state of the galaxy. Yeah, the, the, the you know the poorness. Yeah, desperation to survive. The inequality. Yeah, and even like you can even say from Watto's perspective, you know what I mean? He's he's just trying to do anything to make money to survive. Trying to make ends meet, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. For all I know, yeah, for all we know, he's like indebted to the the huts, for example. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we see in episode two how like things have not gone great yeah. for him. Because yeah, but that's because he he bet everything on Suburba, didn't he? So. Hey, and this scene brings about one of the most classic um, or one of the most iconic characters then created, which is um, oh, Voss, Quinlan Voss. He is the guy with the, in this shot, in one of these shots, guy with a yellow band across his eyebrow. No way. His eyes. They created a whole Jedi character called Quinlan Voss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. he is. You see him in the, uh, just in the fog, mid mid-ground next to this pilot guy. Who's kind of surreptitiously oh, hidden uh, behind a pole? There he is, oh behind yeah. Anakin. They turn oh him yeah. into the Jedi he's Quinlan one, he's, Voss. He's one of the ones who survives Order sixty six, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Has a love affair, or a lo- uh, shares a love with uh, Asajj Ventress. Oh. It's a very fascinating creature, Dugs. Yes, and I think again that's he worked as well because he was speaking, you know, a completely different language. Yeah. He was menacing. It was really, really good. You do get into trouble. He's very clumsy. <laughs> Deary me. Very interesting creature. But I do like the concept of, of the dogs. Yeah. Very alien. Definitely. A creature that, that walks on its forearms with it, with enough strength to h- allow its legs to... Its, its, its bipedal legs to be like floating almost. Yeah. Must have a six-pack or two underneath that, don't they? Now, obviously, Jedi are a common place. So, but it's the fact that they haven't seen many. No, not many Jedi come to Tatooine because they don't really need to. Yeah, and it, I think it's it's the whole point of view. We've seen this beautiful. Well, we haven't seen it yet, but we will see this beautiful galactic sen- senate, yeah. um, center of the universe. But even in a galaxy where things have advanced as much as they have, the outer edges of the galaxy are still poor yeah. and untouched and it's a good commentary on, on society you know yeah. the rich, the, the get, rich richer get richer and, and the poor, poor get poorer way snap very interesting like homes that they would have developed whether do you reckon what do you reckon clay oh I don't know uh, yeah could be clay could be mud just generally yeah. some kind of and s- anything, sandy silty anything deposit. to to make a shelter to survive yeah at the end of the day Ah, uh, now another Maz Kanata in the background there. <laughs> what was a little little figurine? The little figurine looked very much like Maz Kanata. Oh yeah, yeah. mate, mad on the left hand side of the screen. That's weird, man. Now this was fully animatronic, wasn't it? Yes, it was a <laughs> puppet. No way, uh, thing thing would you could fit in that. <laughs> no, 
Now, this was another thing that caused a lot of controversy, is whether, you know, should Darth Vader have been the one to build C-3PO? Or Mm. should he have been a protocol droid in the the, the Naboo Palace? No, I think this fits. Because I think then it, it links into... It's almost a foreshadow of Anakin creating a robotic creature, a per- ro- robotic aid. His love with technology and yeah. fixing things. And then eventually it leads to his, True. his his necessity to survive on said technology. Do you not feel that they got the priorities wrong then? In the sense of, in episode two, C-3PO almost feels like Padme's droid. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like, C-3PO isn't... You can tell there's definitely a relationship between Anakin and R2. They are like best buds. Yeah. And yet C-3PO, he he made C-3PO. But then is that not just uh, the fact that C-3PO wasn't able to accompany Anakin on mission? So obviously his duty, the bond. his duty of care would fall upon someone else and obviously he's more... So do you not think then that maybe Anakin should have built R2? Maybe. I think that would have worked beautifully. And then oh, I love the scene. What a shot! Last that was one of the things your little you had your little Darth Maul, oh, Darth Maul animated money, money bank, money bank. Every time you put the money, just <laughs> at last we reveal ourselves. Dubbed very beautifully by uh, Peter Serafinovich, and it's it's a real scary look. That oh, Darth is. Maul with the bloodshot yellow eyes, meaning. Like I'm pretty certain you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when someone is really in touch with the dark side of the force, that evilness it's the rage. It's it's it's, it's emphasized in the eyes. Yeah, it's they the pure rage and hate. If you look at yeah. um Anakin's eyes when he's slaughtering in episode three, it's just his that, yellow yeah. eyes. And uh, is that is that a commentary on the character that Maul is that he's just in that constant, constant state of anger and yeah. hatred towards everything Absolutely. and anyone. He's the, embod- the dark side embodiment of rage and hatred. Madness. A so good commentary on his Jedi reflex, isn't it? Do you know what? I almost don't mind that. Yeah. Because even while, he, uh, while Qui-Gon looks aged, he is still able to... Oh, those Jedi yeah. reflexes. I love that he calls it a laser sword. Yeah. Well, isn't that a throwback to... Oh, it's what George always used to call him. He created the lightsaber, but he calls yeah. it a laser sword. Everyone dreams of probably being a Jedi again. Commentary on looking up to, like, you know, how kids dream about being football players and stuff like that. I think it just goes to show how out of touch Tatooine and the, the the outer rim of the galaxy is with the you know the the Jedi Knights who who are mainly in the kind of the mid to center rim. Yeah. Or the core I should say not the center. Yeah, rim. core. Core worlds. So this is like what like why a Jedi is not going to have any business coming to a planet like this, is it? Well, it just shows that maybe the the outer rim has been a bit neglected. Yeah. And I think he's already George Lucas is already sowing the seeds of this idea that actually maybe the, the Jedi, this institution this, like themselves. the church isn't the best. Yeah. And it's actually, it's letting people down. Not through, not deliberately, but it's letting people down. Yeah. 
very dangerous. Kid smart, man. Kid smart. Apologise for my yawning. <laughs> I have recently had my 29th birthday, which means it's all downhill from here, really. Way. I'm not far behind. I'm currently wearing a male diaper. Adult diaper. I'm not really. <laughs> He's also got a drip for fluids just like tucked behind the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Catheter. Porsche me. She had no idea what was coming. <laughs> Star Wars takes my breath away. Yeah. Damn, the, the pod race was sick, though. It was. And I'm pretty sure they expanded upon it. I feel, I feel like they extended some scenes in it and whatnot. I feel I feel like I feel like we saw more drivers or racers, sorry. Not sure. I'll have to I haven't watched the Phantom Menace on Disney Plus. Well, here we go. What do you, do you reckon it's different than Well than Blu ray? May possibly. Mm, interesting. I don't know. Trade you a ship, boy. Made of pure diamonds. <laughs> And of course, that is a fancy pants ship. Oh, yes. How dare he? Also, already indicating that Suburbia is not a fair game. Absolutely. Not a fair game and a bit of a naughty boy. Yes, that's right, guys. There's no hair under this hat. Yeah, I was going to say, in the last, in both episodes of the podcast, you've had a hat on. <laughs> yes, yeah, just getting a little bit warm now. Well, in fairness, last episode of the pod, I had a beard, so. Now I don't. Now, when he does the dice roll, he uses the force, right? Yes, but the dice roll doesn't come until later. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I was just, I was just thinking. Yeah, but he does. He's, he's very. Again, he's using that kind of. He's not leaving up to the will of the force. No. He's kind of making his own destiny. Gonna make your own fate. And again, the language works better when it's yeah. subtitled. Yeah, definitely agreed. It's not a bad vista, is it? Oh, it's not. <laughs> and again the extras in the back doing a fantastic job of making me believe they're sat there eating snacks yeah. he senses it I don't di no. did you ever feel or get the impression that there was an underlying attraction between Qui-Gon Jinn and Shmi I think that is probably because of their mutual connection towards Anakin, maybe. Mm. He wanted to become like a stepfather. I think as soon as this information is told to him, I think that's just like... But I mean, forget Rayla, I want Schmin. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Schmin. Schmigon. 
Schmiegel. Schmiegel. <laughs> so like Schmiegel. I don't know. I, I always felt. I don't know whether it's the way that they look at each, at each other. They're both very experienced actors. Never know. Maybe there's a maybe, lot of there's maybe, a lot of love in those. Maybe, maybe Liam Neeson and the actress had a little bit of a ting. <laughs> the forbidden love between yeah. Jedi and slave. There's a fanfic in there somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Just let me notice. Qui Gon's beard. His goatee is very funky. Oh yes. He's got very. He's got a trimmed. Like jawline of a bit, and then his goatee is very flared out. Yes, yes, it's very different. Suddenly noticed. And again, that. it's probably another way just to make him look just a slightly bit more alien. Now, is that meant to be young Greedo? Yeah, I feel like it is. I, uh, I don't know. I know that one of the girls at the back left is Katie Lucas, who yeah. went on to the what? As in George, George's uh, some relation to George Lucas, who then went on to do a lot of writing. For um, the Clone Wars, hmm. I believe she's yeah, I believe she's his daughter. She also appears, I believe, as a oh, what are the blue people called oh, what in Episode Three, Pantoran. Yeah, for the for the where yeah. George has his cameo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you ever see um, Corridor Digital? Big shout out to them. They made they R-rated the uh, <laughs> the Star Wars franchise and they did this scene. <laughs> Literally, as soon as he makes contact with the energy beams, Jar Jar just blows up in a gory mess. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my word. And again, this... this uh, Yeah, unnecessary. Uh, I think, yeah. It's my, just, my tongue. My tongue is numb. <laughs> it's just a little bit unnecessary. And actually, if you look there, that's that, real. That hand, yeah. That's a real hand. I think that looks all right. Yeah. I wonder whether there was an option for them to just to do partially it see... Yeah, like rubber suit body partial CGI like yeah, head maybe. I don't know just suddenly realised look at the state of the actual pod itself like in comparison to when they're about to race like they, they tidy up and make it oh look. they do they, a bit of lick and polish to yeah, it yeah give it some fre- a fresh coat of paint <laughs> oh boy yeah very odd but I do, I do like the the practical effect of C-3PO yeah in this state, you do make it does make him look like a, a hollow shell. Now this, just an an inkling of like engines and like sheer force of what pod racing is all about. Oh yes, woo! But then look at that, look how ominously she's trying. She that she tried not to smile because obviously you know she's seeing her son happy, but then she knows the danger that pod racing means. Absolutely, and also what I think she she's beginning to sense of what the the danger that he's going to be in his future. Yeah, you know he's successful. That could lead to escape from slavery. It's a dangerous world out there. Yeah, and if you start getting successful, does that lead to confidence? And does confidence lead to arrogance? Arrogance leading to your downfall. Indeed. Now this is this was probably one of the most controversial things. The Medichlorians. A gen- what some kind of genetic tag that basically implied users had yeah. the ability to access Biological the Biological creatures that live within us. The symbionts. Bit like venom, but not quite. Um that allow you to communicate with the force and hear the force. Which I think, again, I think it represents this 
What new in, ideas? In the old, in, yeah, in the older films, it was very spiritual. It was the force. It was something that binds us. But obviously, you know, since then we've had the emergence of science and, and more scientific ideas. So it's a commentary the, of it. This right? is, I think, probably George trying to rationalise and scientific. You know, Scient- bringing that yeah. viewpoint of science to the force. Although, am I? You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain they don't mention Metaclorians ever again. <laughs> They do. They call it an M count in the Mandalorian. Oh, okay, okay. Grogu has the highest M count. Okay, because that's what I mean. Like, it but seems yeah, they, like don't, pe- they don't touch on it. No, they don't really. Do, they don't really like it. Now, was that more Sisley and that's more Esper? Do you reckon? No, I think more Sisley is a bit further away. What was the other one in Mandalorian? Moss, Moss, e- Moss, something or other. I can't remember. Mount Etna. <laughs> no, I don't know. But there, there is a, there is another. Yeah. One. I reckon it is. You know. No, I reckon they're quite close by. I think they're closer by than you might think. Because at the moment, they're in Moss Espa. Get some map! <laughs> I have got all the books over there. Oh, look at all that. That looks so sick. Just all them different types of pod races, like pods and the races around them. That's just so cool. And again, so much practical stuff. Like you've got the Nick Toes in the background there. The... Um uh, the guys with three eyes. Uh, um, no, where are they from? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember actually. It's not the Quarren. No. S- Malastare. Malastare. They're from Malastare. Yeah. Are they just Malastareans? Possibly. Scoundrel. Keep getting a cheeky massage. Outrageous. Outrageous. You what? And it almost sets almost sets a standard for uh, like economic trade. So like a, a winning of a pod race is probably the equi- equivalent of freeing one person. Not two. It's a trade for trade. Well, I definitely think it's probably a commentary on, on like capitalism and actually to get what you want you have to do it you have to deal dirty don't you yeah the boy oh the mother cheeky cheeky little monkey slight wave of the hand and he's altered the destiny of the whole galaxy absolutely there you go that's an idea for a Star Wars what if (laughs) what What if he didn't do that what if it rolled the other colour and gets his mother Rip the dream. Shmi Schmeichel. Shmi Skywalker, the chosen one. This is a funny guy. Do you reckon they were just camels? And they just CGI'd them out? Probably. I mean, that's, that, that seems like a practical thing to do, but they probably didn't, didn't they? It was probably just a mountain and then just a full green <laughs> green background and whatnot. Maybe all it was that puberty really hit Anakin hard. Like, really hard. <laughs> I mean, things seem to hit people hard on Tatooine. I mean, look at how Alec Guinness, like, you know, <laughs> McGregor turns to Alec Guinness in just 19 years. Yeah. It's all, all that sand, mate. It's coarse. Irritating, gets under the skin, gets everywhere. It's not nice. Geezer with a skull helmet. Pretty sure he was in the cantina scene in episode four. 
Maybe. Now, what is it? When it, when this camera's panning, that crowd is just fucking toothpicks. Uh, no, cotton buds. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, mad. Now, what, what, what do you get more of a vibe? NASCAR or, like, Formula One? I don't watch either. Well, I don't I watch prefer, either. I prefer to read. <laughs> Reading is my sport. No, I don't know. It, it's, it's all that kind of general vibe, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I def- look, we'll see, because I definitely think they added a, f- a few more scenes with a few more racers. Who was your favourite? Was it Ben Quadraneros? No, not Ben Quadraneros. It was the Tinto. one with... I can't remember. It's the one with a circular pod that gets like pinged off in the last map when he, he, he last um, last lap and he was could have come third mate and then the, the, the guy goes I don't know it makes some kind of noise he spins off it's tragic yeah this is definitely extended because this is that's all new look look at the quality of that they've added that in oh yeah he's new yeah. I mean this, this guy these were on the Blu-ray yeah bloody crocodile <laughs> straight from Louisiana <laughs> I'm from the bayou. Was it was it that guy, the blue guy that um he had like his wife and kids? I'm sure at one point he has a pit stop and his wife his wife is there with his kids. It just makes him a very tragic character, really. I don't I don't, I don't think I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Great score by John Williams. Oh here. yeah, definitely. I feel like you could they use it again in like multiple different scenarios if that makes sense like in different scenes that that kind of like Do you know what, that's, that's that's something I want to try and keep an ear out for Yeah is is the repeated themes yeah. that actually I didn't notice between the prequel films that I didn't notice to begin with Yeah Cuz I feel like that 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 like crescendo might have been used for a couple of like marching scenes for clones maybe I can't remember Possibly. His little slime ball. Yeah, mind you, it doesn't look too bad there. You could, t- you could, you could, you could see his him conveying his anger and disdain for that character. Oh yeah, he's not, he's not a bad actor by yeah. any means. He's just a bit wooden, and I think he just needed that extra support from a director who was good with actors. Yeah. Just drive. Don't crash. Do you remember when we had to play this on Lego Star Wars and it was like the hardest oh thing ever? Oh my God. Back in the day when uh, multiplayer consisted of me using the WSA and D keys and you using the arrow keys on the same <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> the same keyboard. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. Get old Bib Fortuna. Yeah, that was... Played did by I, Matthew Wood. Did we see... Oh no, I thought I was a uh, What's her name? Aura Singh. Yeah, that's the one, but she's later on in it. I just saw Funny enough... That um, Matthew Wood, the sound guy, did the voice of General Grievous playing Bib Fortuna there. Also, then played Bib Fortuna in later on down the line in the Mandalorian. Smashed it. I don't know whether he did the voice of Bib Fortuna in the Bad Batch. I, I really don't know. I just loved some of those designs for the pods. Some that were like very cylindrical. Some with like protruding parts. Some with like some squished areas. Oh, very I mean, in real life, I'd probably watch Pod Racing. That'd be sick. I'd probably watch it. Oh yeah, definitely. 
But I do, I do think, like, this is why I love the art of the Star Wars books. I think Star Wars has some of the most amazingly creative yeah. visuals you will ever see. Again, they must have got an award for sound mixing and sound editing, surely, for this. Well, the fact that for the first however many ten minutes of the, the pod race... You don't have any John Williams yeah, music. Yeah, there's no you music, don't is there? need it. You just get the thumping the, the, of the engines. The si- that, that, this, that was the one. Oh. It's just that. It's just, oh. You, just, you feel that these, these things are huge and fast and mean business. Warwick Davis yeah. making the first cameo. I always used to think it was Mark Hamill <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh, and the I'm story. not mistaken. I believe Warwick Davis also plays the Rodian. Oh. I might be wrong. That might be somebody else. Well, that one there. Yeah. It's that pterodactyl geezer next to him. <laughs> oh, that sound! That sound is mad. You foolish. Had it in the wrong gear. Classic error. Says the one who can't drive. <laughs> Got 20 hours under my belt. What are you talking about? And already you see you see what kind of racer he is. He already knew he was a slime, slime geezer. Now he's straight out murdering people. Oh yeah. Well, this this is. You, I don't know if you remember this film, but there was a film called Ben Hur with yeah. um, Charlton Heston. It was all about like chariot, chariot racing. racing yeah. um, well, not all about it, but one, one of the scenes was one of the most an epic, scenes. an epic, an epic chariot race. Epic chariot race. They were literally just going around in a circle. It's wasn't a it? very similar style of, yeah. of thing. Just you know, crunching, cheating. Yeah. Almost no rules. The only rule is there are no rules. Win. You can't imagine Pete being a geezer living there, mate. Just like every like couple of weeks, there's a pod race. It's like, oh, my my uh, my head. <laughs> now here's a question: CGI landscape or camera run through really fast? Question. I have a feeling it would probably be CGI. Some of it might well have been. Um, Real, yeah, yeah. That that cavern system looked, yeah, that looks a bit CGI. Yeah, but that little trench they were all going in before with the crystalline formation that looked quite real. It quite possibly might yeah. have been. Got some cut Tuscan Rage camping out on the do turn. <laughs> Wait, classic. Yeah, nice little. See, that's when it's done right. Just yeah, subtle. Su- just very, very subtle. Gaze has been lap, mate. Very scrub-like behaviour, isn't it? Now, that, it, almost that just gives you the force in which these geezers are... Like, the speed in which they're going. There was this one, he said. <laughs> no, I don't think there's any family in the background. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somewhere there's a, there's a deleted scene. Whee! In, my, in fact, I think it's a deleted scene where he's got his wife and kids. But at least... At least the guy with wife and kids doesn't die. <laughs> Ooh. Second to last. 
levels of concentration. <laughs> That's a cool little thing. It's the joys of having a multi-limbed species. Speed and power. Again, yeah. This was this was added. Yeah, this bit's new. Yeah, because it it. What do you not remember? It? No, I, I remember. Yeah. I, I recognise it being yeah. new. When I watched the Blu-ray. Yeah. Shows his skills as a pilot, innit? Absolutely, and you notice he does it without damaging anyone. Yeah. Skittles again, look at that. Yeah. Again, establishing, without telling us, the character of Anakin. Yeah. He's, he's a good person at heart. He's, you know, he's good at what he does. He's a good pilot, but he doesn't do it at the expense of others. Yeah, agreed. Now, you would have thought... If you're if you're being a pod racer, you want to have the sleekest design ever because like that one there, it's engines it's got bits protruding out the side, like that could clip into any rocks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You want thin, streamlined design. Missing a trick. This was added as well, isn't it? Yes, this this was added for the Blu-ray. Perilous spinning out of control. I believe at one point they wanted him to use the force. It wasn't going to be a magnetic thing. He was going to actually reach out and use the force to do it. That could have been quite cool. I think that might have been a bit too... On the nose? Yeah, probably. <coughs> so we'll stick with uh, using the little magnetron. Little metal plunger. You would have thought he'd thrown up a couple of times. I'm not going to lie, spinning around like that. <laughs> I know I would. I would not have lasted. Yeah, that that's that. I feel like that's real. Could well be. I think you can imagine a camera running through it. Oh, it's, it was that thud, the thud, the thud, the thud of of Sebulba's engines that just stands out, isn't it? Wee. Nah, definitely, it's got to hurt. And now, after what, maybe five minutes of racing. Now we get a little bit of music because we're coming to the last lap. The tension is rising. Oh, we've got one more lap, sorry. Mad to think, isn't it? But it really is. like The lack of music is incredible. Yeah. It just shows you just how tense it all is. Yeah. Where are the Lego coins? He just knocked those <laughs> over. <laughs> oh dear. Can you imagine if just stood there just get splatted? Do some reversing the polarity of the neutron flow and stuff like that. <laughs> oh. You've been had. Outsmarted. Here we go. Subtlety again, and it was the Jowers. Oh, yes. Oh, jeez. Look at the size of that. And in the cinema, yeah, this that, was that, incredible. Yeah. I remember watching this when it got re-released in 3D. Was it? listening to it in the cinema we had the speakers 
we were in that little alcove bit at the very back where the speakers are all around. <laughs> oh my goodness! It was you just so feel like there's two engines like right next to you. It was almost claustrophobic with, with the sound. Here we go. Do do do. Now I have to admit, some some of the prequel soundtrack was like hella good. Do you know what? There are times when you're like, oh my god, it's almost better than the, the original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like when you admit it, it almost sounds like you're having a betrayal. But it's just like you have to admit these things. Like there are tracks like right here and now is like epic. But I, I find a lot of the tracks that are good from the originals, the Force theme, the Imperial March, are then also used to good here use. as well. Yeah. So it's you know. The music from the sequel uh, prequels wouldn't be as good without the originals. Yeah, but still some incredible new music, and it fits really well because when you're playing it, like when like I, I often harken back to it. But when I'm when I'm playing the Old Republic and I've got a mixture of these kind of soundtrack, oh, it's, it's just so good. It really is. It's good like battle music as yeah. well, isn't it? It really has a different energy yeah. to the originals. I find. Yeah, definitely. And the music really ups, it ups the tempo, doesn't it? Yeah. And the excitement. Yeah, definitely. Because whereas bef- like a couple of minutes before, you're more focused on like other races and what's happening around now, it's, it's, it's a 1v1 and they're not on rust. So it's out on the field. Here we go. Oh dear. We've snagged. I think it's his own fault, isn't it? That literally neck and neck. <laughs> Pardon the pun to the two commentators that are also like two headed. Away we go. <laughs> Absolutely pulverised. Beautifully done. Yeah. And again, I like that they show this bit because actually he hasn't killed Sabulba. Yeah. Pudo. Ta da! Victoire. Victory Royale. <laughs> Finishing first. Mate, can you imagine what the odds were like? They're probably like 10,000 to 1 for Skywalker. I would win, say mate. if you bet on Anakin, you are now a wealthy person. Yeah, you are getting off Tatooine. <laughs> That's what all these people are celebrating because they actually put money on him. <laughs> and they're like, yes. Whee. <laughs> Poor even, even Jabba was a bit... He was a bit mech behind it. <laughs> Not his best pod race he's seen. <laughs> Probably might want to clean his face before you kiss him. It's one hell of a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> For a ten-year-old. Jeez. Uh-oh. I almost think Watto is a better CGI character than Jar Jar. Like little things that he does, considering he's not mocapped, I don't think. Yeah. Like the way he like scratched his feet earlier. Really, really impressive. I feel like he's more believable. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. There you go. That's his family at the bottom. Just walked past Qui Gon. (laughs) 
Yeah, I see what the yeah. Even then, he's like, see, it shows that even Qui Gon knows the law of the land. Like, you don't want to mess with the huts. They run, they run this place. So, mate, just like, you know, hand over the boy. There we go. There's the new hyperdrive. Is that a wig? Yep. Mad. The wig has returned. It's definitely when it, when it's a lighter brown, you can tell. Might want to get that hyperdrive installed. You want to get the hell out of here. Now, obviously, we like when you're young, you don't really appreciate the scene, but like it's actually quite a heart wrenching moment. I think, yeah, it, it's it's beautifully understated. Yeah, I almost think there needs to be more. I don't know. We almost need to see a bit more build-up to the episode two dreams and and worries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a bit peak. Like, surely Padme would have enough money to like pay pay for Schmidt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you like you would have thought that maybe. But then that would risk revealing her identity and who she was, and the fact that she's a queen. She's got <sighs> money. They could kidnap her, ransom her off. Ah, it's fine, mate. It's like a quick thing, innit? Just quick. Here's a quick ten thousand credits, mate. Shmi, let's go. Boom. Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side. So if anything, this shows it's Padme's fault. Padme could have bought her. There we go. Padme caused the end of the Jedi. There we go. And the fall of the Republic. Case closed. I think you'd have an argument on your hands for that one. <laughs> Uh oh, he's clocked it now, he's clocked it. What about mum? Has Padme not bought her too? <laughs> also, it's the fact that Padme only has Republic credits. And we've already established Republic credits. Ah, uh, okay. Are well, all right, all right, all right. Proving my point. Fair enough, fair enough. I respect uh, it, I respect someone's it. Someone's got to stand up for Padme. Exactly. That's very peak. But that's a, actually that's the thing we learn in episode two. Like she didn't actually have a bad life because she married into with some geezer, isn't it? She what? She married with some geezer, didn't he? Didn't she? Oh, Lars. me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think I was talking to? I thought you were talking about Padme. I <laughs> she married Anakin. <laughs> some, point. some geezer. But I don't know how long it was. I don't know how long she was actually married before she was then kidnapped by Tusken Raiders. Yeah. He's done it. He's free to go. Oh, yeah, he stays here, doesn't he? I forget that. <laughs> POV of, yeah, you're, you're, you've just been created by a robot and you've been told to stay. <laughs> The new interactive ASMR experience. Yeah, exactly. You've just been created by Anakin Skywalker. The VR. He's just gone, mate. That's so peak, isn't it? He's just, he's just built an amazing robot. Oh my God, is that BB-8? <laughs> <laughs> the tread version of BB-8. Yeah. Oh, music begins to swell. 
No tears. It's almost because he knows he wants he's going to come back. I think what what was going for was he, he doesn't really understand yeah what's what going he's on. doing yeah, and I think that's why I think it would have been great to see more either in this episode or in episode two, like more missing. Like you'd almost need a series like the Adventures of Anakin and Obi Wan, where he's missing his mum and he's like oh yeah. you know and, and that longing to go back yeah I wonder whether that would help. No, that'd be a great show. But something like that, just to show the the impact that actually leaving his mum has had. Because in episode two, it very much becomes, I've had a dream about my mum She's in dying. trouble, yeah. That's what's, you know, the focus becomes that rather than, I miss my mum. Yeah. I left her to die on a planet alone. <laughs> and I could have bought her. I could have bought her. I could have gone back sooner. Tragic. This is where Shmi turns around and goes, Yes, I've got a free house with no kids. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at him. Did you have this model? I can't remember. I had the Micro Machines version of it. Uh-huh. The Sith Speeder. I can't remember what it was called, like a Scythe or something. I don't yeah. Know. Very cool bike. Had a menacing name, like the Fang's Tooth. That was Bosk's ship. That was the hound's tooth. Yeah. I love this fight. I don't know why. It's very visceral. The music is brilliant. Yeah, plus it doesn't tease. It just looks like he's got an elongated handle. Yes. It we doesn't don't, tease we don't see it. that. Yeah. Reveal yet. And you don't you see it's a long handle, but you don't see anything more than yeah. that. Yeah. You just speculate. Or because it happened so quickly, you can't quite figure out hold on a minute, what's What's going on there? And it's just so visual. Obviously, it's, it's film. Yeah. You can see it. Plus, also, can, does it, can you not argue a point of, because obviously the Sith, they haven't seen any for so long, that his lightsaber's not like a glaring red, you know what I mean? Because of the, against the colour of the sand, so they might question it even more. Going, yeah. yeah, they probably didn't make it, like, obviously red. Yeah. And I love the way they refer to it as an it. What was it? That's fascinating, isn't it? Well, you know, this is in the... F- I mean, very futuristic in, in terms of their society, so pronouns probably wasn't the thing. Yeah. And it, because it, it could be referring... It could be a droid, it could be a person, you know what I mean, I suppose? Yeah. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> I'm glad you two are chumming along, mate. I just nearly got killed. <laughs> God, he's so lazy. Look at that. He has to get like a machine to walk him. Disgraceful. I'd quite like one of those. Yeah, no, they would be sick. <laughs> yeah, we slate it. God, how dare he be so lazy? Can he not walk anywhere? We're just jealous. I have to say, compared to the Clone Wars, I do prefer these kind of droid voices. Not the slapstick ones. I don't like the slapstick ones. Yeah. I really don't. As soon as that, as soon as we, I remember. Oh no! I remember when we were watching episode three and they started doing that, and I, I think I, I remember having a distinct look of confusion, going, "What yeah. the hell is going on?" I think in episode three they had to have it lighter to, you know, to, to counter, counter the charring body of Anakin. Um, but yeah, I think it would have been. I think they were worried it was too going to be too scary. 
That's fascinating. He complains it's cold. Because, like, that's another thing. The boy's only known, like, 45 to 50 degree weather. Like, that's, that's normal room temperature. He ain't used to that crap. That's mad. That's mad when you think about it. Imagine, like, living in that temperature. I would not survive. <laughs> I get sweaty when it snows. Yeah. True. And agreed. I do the same as well. I don't know. He does look upset at the situation. Like, yeah, he's won his freedom. But the kid does look upset. You know what I mean? But there's no question there. Like, did I do the right thing? What, in, in terms of... Yeah, he's not like... Should I have stayed? I want to go back. Send me back. I, I suppose that would then weaken his dream. Yeah. You know, and the strength of his dream to become a Jedi. This is true. Bless. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, look how many like satellites it's got. I didn't realize it's got four moons. Meant this. The planet of Coruscant was mentioned only briefly, I believe, in the um, Heir to the Empire trilogy. That was its first mentioning. Wow. Although it might have been mentioned in one of the like the novels of the yeah. films. One entire city. I wonder what the ground floor is actually like. Must be mad. Is it any wonder they start with a profile of his nose? Because we know that's an evil nose! And chin. Yeah, you, you, do you know what? You you would probably think that there's a few people that were acute in the cinema going, oh, hold on a minute, that guy's face looked morally familiar. Well, the fact that, you know, he is Senator Palpatine. By this point, Emperor Palpatine, the name had been released. He wasn't just known as the you know the Galactic Emperor. He was known as Emperor Palpatine. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you could put together that Senator Palpatine two two became together. Emperor Palpatine. And so he must be the dude with the evil nose. I mean, mm. brooch and robes. Poor poor Chancellor Valorum. Never really got a chance, did he? But again, this is where the politics come into play because, like... Naboo is under an illegal blockade. Is it legal? Illegal? He will make it legal. But it's an illegal blockade, you know, cutting off supplies, cutting off reinforcements and whatnot, <laughs> and the Senate isn't doing anything about it. It's it's very similar to w- global situations that we could have now. And it's also, it's, it's also the fact that Naboo hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. You know, the Nemoidians have purely... Under the direction of Sidious, they have they have literally just blockaded a random planet. Now, obviously, it, it's supposed to be Palpatine's planet because that way he gets the sympathy vote in the Senate. But oh, it's yeah. you know, for all intents and purposes, they've just blockaded a random planet. It's like going on strike in somebody else's workplace. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. That yeah. does that does make sense. Mad. And we get to see so many new structures and stuff like that. It just looks quaint. beautiful skylines. Hustle and bustle. Which I think stand the building scenes stand out even like stand up even yeah. today. Not what it once was. That was one of the little recordings on the Oh yes, thing. the com link or the com chip things where you got with your action figures. They were cool. Brilliant, you'd hold them over a Giant um, yeah, receiver. It looked like a brick, wasn't it? Huge it was. 
and they would play certain lines from the the films. The Republic is not what it once was. It's just full of greedy, squabbling delegates. The scheming begins. It does. I think this is probably where a lot of kids fell off. Yeah, because they're a bit confused. But I think adults or teenagers to adults would understand the ramifications of the situation of what is happening and and the political aspect of it. Yeah. But then even then they might be going, why am I having to listen to all this? It's a Star Wars film. Mm. Where's the where's the shooty shooty pew pew pew? Where's the pew pews? <laughs> And here we go, the Jedi Temple. Did you know that the council, that middle one, isn't the council spire? Uh, yes, I had heard that. Yeah, it's one of the ones on the left. Did you know that Yarael Poof, the guy with the wibbly wobbly long head, uh, is over two hundred years old? He's got he four arms as well. I think. He features very heavily in, well, not heavily. He features in the uh, High Republic series of books and comics. Ah. His name dropped like he only speaks a couple of yeah. times. There's some real OGs on this council, isn't there? You got Mace, you got Saces, you got um, Yaddle, who we never see again. Yeah, it's never explained, is it? Now this is where you almost start to see quite on question the council in terms of, you know, like Obi Wan, like they just got dismissed basically. Obi-Wan's even turned around a bit confused, going, what, 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 why are you piping up? Depa Bilaba there, and Caleb Doom's master, Kanan Jarrus. Ah. I do think the CGI Yoda yeah, looks definitely. better. Yeah, agreed. Big boy. And of course, um, Kyle Mundy is the same person, the same actor as Newt Gunray. Is it? Fascinating. Madness. Oh, it's just those looks that they give each other like. See, that's how it should be when there's no no talking. The doubts are conveyed visually rather than, I have my doubts, Master Yoda, about what is happening. Yeah, it's just that that look of like Angerbert. Is that Knightley? I'm not sure. No, nah, that's definitely that's definitely Padme. That's not Kira. Yeah, that's Natalie Portman. Yeah, but she's putting on a deeper voice, isn't it? Well, that's the Queen. The voice that she uses when she's playing the Queen is deeper. It's a royal voice that she yeah. puts on. A bit like Batman. Where is that rap going? Apologies, headphones. Headphone users. <laughs> Apologies, you're not getting the ASMR experience you expected. And away we go. God, imagine having a debate in this bloody place. Jeez, man. 
So, but then that that again, this shows how many planets are part of this galactic republic. Hundreds, if not thousands. Including the ETs. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Bottom right or bottom left of your screen. I believe it's the bottom left. Hoorah. Sit down. I am very proud to admit I had the action figure, although I think action is a bit of a loose term, for uh, the, the Nemoidian senator, Lot Dodd. Oh, calm with down. removable hat oh, f- action. Hey! Look at that, there's no proof. There's no proof. Bruv, take a ship there. Look at your battleships that are orbiting. No proof, my ass. Well, I suppose there's no yeah, proof. Kind of stare, isn't it? Yeah, there's no proof that people are being hurt. But then look at look at what this is showing. So Padme has just said that her planet's been invaded. They've denied it. Then another party's coming in going, okay, let's just send a committee. Like, this is where the politics are getting drudged down. Bureaucracy, isn't it? Yeah. Getting in the way of saving lives. Exactly. And as adults, we can appreciate that. Explore the validity. <laughs> it's, just, it's just mad that like you would be like, yeah, uh, I need to prove that my planet's just been blockaded. Essentially, what he's saying is picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Ooh. A vote of no confidence. And within a democracy, that's a big thing. That is a big Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Wookiees, Ornfree Tar, he dead now. Yeah. Did was it ever confirmed there? there ET, bottom left of your screen, there he is. <laughs> Order <laughs> Order In the background, Palpatine's just whispering. Sixty six. Order Sixty six. Just practicing. Soon, soon, my precious. But uh, that is they it's mad. I think it it shows as adults, that you can appreciate the situation that the Naboo pe- people are in. So, yeah. Hey. It's a very nice vista again. Jeez, look at the size of that star. No way it's that big. Surely. I think there was some artistic license taken there. <laughs> they weren't consulting any scientific uh, things. Now, I wonder what this kind of test is meant to prove. It's like tarot card reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's to see your like extrasensory perception. Yeah. Can you see what's going on? Can but you reach out with your feelings? No, do you know what it is? I think it's, can you reach out into Mace's mind to see what he's seeing, and then Probably. you relay it? Yeah. Not looking at what the keypad is, but looking to see what he's seeing, and then you relay it back. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. That would probably make a little bit more sense. Again, his his devotion to his mother and his connection is just something that all council members can feel. It's true, it is there, but I still feel like it needed more. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not immediately, but it needed like because at the moment he's numb, isn't he? He's yeah. left his home planet. He's numb, so I get the cold reaction. But I think at some point there needed to be at at the end, like I, I don't know, something like I'm yeah. Scene where he shows that he misses his mum. Yeah. Maybe like 
Obi-Wan, can we go back to Tatooine, please? I never want to see that dust ball again, looks at the camera. Oh, no. And even she's visibly distraught with the situation in terms of what's happening with the planet. Back, back, well, Naboo back home. Madness. Look at that smug face. Look at him. With a big old grin. Knowing that he's getting all the power. Did you know uh, Panaka became a moth? Did he? I think he died on the Death Star. Oh. He stayed as an Imperial. He was dedicated to some form of democracy, even though an empire or it really wasn't, but he was dedicated to some form of hierarchy. Now, here's the question. What was he going to do? So he's now Chancellor. What, what is he going to order the Trade Federation? Well, he's not Chancellor yet. He's like one of the candidates. But a strong favour because he's corrupt yeah. and he controls the vote. So it's going to happen. And also it's his planet that's under attack, so yeah. he has sympathy vote. Now, was it, do you reckon he was anticipating that? I think it was a win-win. If he stayed, he'd probably get control. If she goes, she'll, she could. there's a chance she could sign the treaty and, you know, he'd get away wanted either way. It's the little smile that he does at the end I love. I didn't see a smile. <laughs> oh, there was. It was just a little fl- like flick in the corner of his mouth. Mm. Look at that swaggy pose. No. See, it's, it's, it's good from him to see that like, he's pissed now. They've pissed him off. Because he's so firm in his beliefs. I don't want you already have. Hang the code. <laughs> More like guidelines, anyway. <laughs> but again, this this is a good job. Of, this does a really good job of just lay, peppering in little bits of like Jedi code and Jedi beliefs that we haven't been told. Yeah, true, true, true. Again, it, it shows that they're very passive in their emotions. So they want to sit back and let everything happen. They don't want to get involved. Which is a nice contrast to some some of their stories in like the High Republic, where like someone's in trouble, they go. Yeah. And it links very much to um, Ahsoka's arc in that last series of Clone Wars, the final season, where she's like, you know, if you see someone in trouble, you help them. That's what I thought being a Jedi was about. Yeah. It turns out that's not what you think being a Jedi is about. No. Although that's what I, I I would agree with what her perspective. Oh, absolutely. They get bogged down in their 
in the bureaucracy and the politics of it all. Yeah. Whereas actually they should just be people independent of themselves. It's basically an intergalactic police force. That's what they've become. Yeah. Well, that's what they should be, isn't it? They should, they should, they should peace it. Like what the, the terminology is, they bring peace and justice to the galaxy, right? Or they're keepers of the peace. Right? You can't keep peace if you're just in one place doing nothing. But it's about doing good, isn't it? It's about yeah. helping people rather than um, we're not your personal soldiers. Yes, we don't need to worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> we ignore that. Ignore Yoda. He was he had far too much to drink. He's delusional. He's, he's like seven hundred years old. Actually, more than that, it'd be like eight hundred and fifty, right? Yeah, close to eight hundred, close to nine hundred. Yeah, because in episode five, it's like we're nine hundred years old. You'll be whatever the rest of it is. I can't remember. Look as good, you will not. <laughs> <laughs> He would have been a great master. Qui Gon. That would be a good what if. There we go. Yes. What if Qui Gon had survived and Obi Wan had died? Who would have trained Luke? Would he have needed training? (gasps) Yay! Here we go. Act three. Of the Phantom Menace. That's where shit gets real. Yeah, exactly. More manipulating of the situation to keep the, the situation happening. Boom, here we go. Again, subtle hint that he's a good pilot. Yeah. We've, we've seen it already in a pod race. Now we've seen it, he's already catching along with uh, ships. Oh, you can see that's Kira Knightley in the background there. Yeah, on the right. Yeah. It's got a different, different jawline, isn't it? Yeah. I, do you know what I? I can't. I can't unsee this Qui Gon fan goatee. I can't unsee it now. It's mad. Not very good blockade, and they're not doing the whole planet, in it. Very lush. Planet. Oh, it is beautiful. Lo- I love that little subtle hint of birds flying away when they're, they're landing. It's all little things like that that make it just you know, add, realism. add to the realism yeah. and the verisimilitude of it all. Wig? Wig. I think. <laughs> Wig or not? <laughs> if it's a wig, you drink. God, you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see a Dooku Qui-Gon dynamic. 
Master and Apprentice. That would be so sick. Sadly, we will never be able to see that. No, but I'm sure we can get some kind of actor who could do a, a, a Dooku. Probably, but well, it wouldn't be the same. No, it wouldn't be the same as Christopher Lee. Kira Knightley. Where do they go, Jar Jar? Where do they go? Hello there. Yeah, so Richard Armitage is definitely one of the ones in this scene. <laughs> Very cool forest. I'm trying to look out as well. <laughs> Can't tell. Doesn't look like one of the pilots. I think he's one of the ones in the shorter. He's not in a pilot robe. He's in the shorter tunic. There. Behind Riccardi, no, I think that's him. Nah, that's not him. I'm sure that's him. No, that's not him. He's got a much bigger nose, isn't he? There's not really much distinguishing features between Gungans, are there? It's just a slight colours and stuff, isn't it? They probably think that about us. <laughs> Very true. Well, you just ruined that, didn't you? I'm sure that's him. Might, maybe, maybe. Mate, look at Rigolia. He's like, what the hell? I'm hella confused. Too right, they have. They've ruined everything. See, that was a bit stiff. Yeah. See, look, there's no, there's no, there's not really unique characteristics apart from tarpaules. That was probably budget, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. There's Derek doing his work with the CGI saliva. Well done, Derek. Hats off to you, mate. <laughs> Did you see Ewan McGregor kneeling there scratching his wig? <laughs> Probably because he was highly allergic to it. Probably having a swollen brain. Too aggressive. He called him Lord Maul. Oh, yes. I suppose it's Lord Vader, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but then, oh, I don't know. Do they say the word Darth? I don't know. I don't know. I know they call him Lord Sidious. Yeah. I wonder if that was still one of the things they were trying to work out. Was he called Darth Vader? And Darth was his first name, hence why Alec Guinness calls him, you know, only a master of evil, Darth. Yeah, but then that's probably just calling it by a title, isn't it? 
like calling someone literally like a general. Yeah. You're only a master of evil, general. You know what I mean? See, this is not depicted as a violent occupation. They talked about camps. Yeah. But then that's, that could just be just like... To, like I know... It all comes down to whether you believe what C.O. Bibble said in his transmission about, you know, people are dying. Yeah. We need it's, your help. Do you know what it is? It's probably because they're not destroying any architecture or anything like that. So it doesn't give that, that vibe and they, they, I mean, of oppression. Again, with one of these kind of films, they couldn't show, like... Horrible mass murder and things yeah. like that. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's fine. We'll just go with that audio. It's fine. We'll carry on. Yeah, we'll keep the audio. Might as well. I guess we're going to be talking now, guys. We'll stick a picture up or something. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next time. Long got a battery. Yeah. Next time. Oh, is it four hours on the camera? The camera's died. Cheeky bugger. Probably four hours if it wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, next time we'll get cable so we can use the other one. But for now, we will just be describing. We're still where we are. We haven't paused or anything, guys. So carry on listening. God, look how short Ray Park is. Oh no, it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Oh my word! Like I know they've got prosthetics on, but like he's a me, isn't he? Mate, he's just in that shot. <laughs> Wipe them out, all of them. This is a cool shot. I kind of like this shot. All the Gungans emerging from the fog. I'm sure this was in one of the trailers. Yeah, definitely. Oh, what is that instrument? Oh, no, I wonder if I say it begins with no. It's an Australian or New Zealand Aborigines kind of thing. It's the tube. Didgeridoo. The didgeridoo, that's the one. See, it's got an O in it. Boom. Very cool. I mean, this is this is now the I don't want to say the de evolution, but now CGI army versus CGI army. I mean, yeah, it's it does become one of those things, doesn't it? Where it's the least yeah. least practical thing, but it's, yeah. you know, you've got to do what you got to do in it. And I have to say, actually, this is the template that even something like the Avengers uh, has fallen back on. This kind of there's an energy shield. Can't be penetrated. Foot soldiers, let's go. It's pretty much Avengers uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Yeah. Or just anything else, isn't it? Go on, mate. Stay, stay hidden. <laughs> if you don't, I'll slap you up. Here we go. Kaboom. The epic music starts. Indeed it does. Beautiful. And yet, even up to here, the, the Jedi haven't really faced a challenge. No. Apart from, obviously, Darth Maul. And even then, that was, like, brief. But this, this is, like... Here we go. Yes, it's too close. 
Let's go. I have to say, one thing I do like about the sequel trilogy is that because of the new technology with sabers, the the light is is when they're filming it, the light is cast on their face. Yeah. Because at the moment, with just rotoscoping, you wouldn't be able to put the like the shine on the actor's yeah. face. Whereas this, you know, the sequel trilogy, the can blades look gorgeous. Yeah. Can we just talk about how those pilots have got like four layers on? Yes, very warm. Yeah, isn't it? Very warm in that T-shirt, jacket, and even a larger overcoat. It's like, blimey. The best dressed pilots in the galaxy. Yeah, isn't it? It's because it's just like they've got no heating in their cockpits. That's what it is. Budgetary restraints. Well, you know what they say, space is cold. Yeah. Poor geezer, didn't even make it out of the hangar. Kaboom. Oh, can you imagine if someone just got to take it out clean? <laughs> oh. Oh, cool. It's the sound of these fighters as well. The sound sound about The great British actress Celia Imrie making her first Star Wars debut. With an American accent. Even now, she she tells stories about how she's been in, like, all of these famous things. Even now, the the thing people come up to her and go, you were that woman in Star Wars, weren't you? (laughs) Study, study. <laughs> now the camera's off. You can stretch. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Oh, absolutely. There we go. It's fine. Next time we'll get a five-meter cable from the camera. Very cool shields. It really set the set the the pace these battles. Oh. They like they don't they don't look menacing, but it's the fact there's so many of them. It's just yeah. like whoa, holy moly! Strength in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. It was the fact that it, I like the way that they start off in a formation. As soon as they pass that shield, mate, and they just like disperse into numbers. Yeah. Well, they're still pretty regimented there. Yeah. Some kind of EMP balls, right? Yes. Why can you not just make like some kind of hose with it as a liquid? That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. You stay in that cockpit. No matter what, stay in it, even if you're under attack. The most iconic scene ever. I love the little jump that the Hold up here. Could you mind if the camera zoomed and he's just like like two foot tall? This guy's a gangster. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, come on, leave this to us. Oh, those horns as well, because he'd never seen it, because his hood was up the whole time. And now the music really starts amping up. I genuinely think it goes between Battle of the Heroes and this, but I, I genuinely think Jewel of the Fates is one of my favourite pieces yeah. of music ever in Star Wars. Definitely. Oh. Boom! Iconic. The two blades erupting. I just 
the way he made it such a fluid art form to use a double bladed lightsaber like that will never be it'll never be matched. And actually, what was brilliant is in um, in the Clone Wars final season, they actually got Ray Park back to do the, the fight choreography, yeah. yeah, the mocap of the fight choreography. Yeah. Fantastic! I remember seeing that because there was a lot of motions and movements in that that you could see that were very Ray Park esque. Yes, from his work, mostly on. with like the hopping and the feet. Yeah, and almost like the quick movements between each blade. Kaboom! Look at that easy work. Scrub doesn't need to t- doesn't know how to turn off the autopilot. Oh god! Oh, there it is! There it is! Just the epic music. Yeah. Oh my god! How have I not clocked that? He used that object to open the door. Oh, mate! How have I never clocked that? Oh, this is what I mean, man. When you when you're old, you just appreciate these things. He just force picked up an object to throw at the door panel. I just, I'd never clocked that's what he did it <laughs> for. He d- I thought he was just like, he flung it out of the way or something. Oh, yeah, no, that's ultimate coolness. Yeah. Now, I never quite clocked what happened here. Like that. Why did he do a little fake? I think it was a, it was a feint. I'm going to attack you. No, I'm going to attack you. This wasn't very good. Look at that. That architecture is amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, sorry. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> what, Mav? Woo! In fairness, this is where the Gungans would have been absolutely screwed as soon as those droidicas just roll in. Some of the quality you see. Look at the one that's just struggling to get a gun. Do you know what? This is what I like about these kind of things. You've got time just to watch what's going on in the background. <laughs> it's just hilarious. This is a Gungan and a droid just literally the like gen- dancing. Yeah, the gentlest of wrestling to try and get a gun free. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, there goes Rick Knoll. The uh, story editor for Rogue One, or the story <laughs> creator for Rogue One. Yeah, it is tense. In it, he's just gliding around a battlefield on autopilot the whole time. Oh, here we go. Classic lines coming up. In fairness, we slate him and we take the, take the mic. He's never been in this situation before. No. <laughs> so it's all well and good going. <laughs> why is he delivering such stupid lines? But I'm like, a, a ten-year-old yeah. w- would go one way or the other. They'd either be like, "I want to go home, I want to go," home. or it'd be like, <laughs> "Might have some fun." Yeah, I think. Yeah, they get they go the right way. Yeah, I don't want to see Anakin crying in the cockpit. Yeah. That's coming out of your paycheck, Panaka. I think that was Ray Park behind him. Didn't look about two foot. <laughs> I'm joking. They were all crouched. <laughs> you imagine if one of them was like, right, hey, wait, I need to get the proper angle and it just falls off. 
don't let go. What's your grip like? <laughs> Who needs a lift, eh? Just got a grapple gun. The beauty of that shot. But also, actually, do you know what? Setting the precedent for so many walkways without railings. Exactly. I sh we shouldn't give Force Awakens such a, uh, you know, yeah. Health and safety. Drift. Health and safety audits in this place, Master. Been a nightmare. Can we appreciate how far that jump was? Like, jeez. I really like the backhand that Qui-Gon gives um, Darth Maul just, just a little bit earlier. Just a... Proper backhand and knocks Mate, him off. He must the have rolled away proper far. He went down two levels. Where's the Jedi speed now, eh? Yeah. Oh, he's used up all his force energy, that's what yeah. it is. His force bar is depleted. Exactly. It's very strange traffic like shields. I want to know the point of these shields yeah. in a real life context. Must be to limit like radiation or something like that, maybe. Because this is like a reactor room, isn't it? It is. So what you're telling me is that if even if Qui Gon had lived, he probably would have died from radiation poisoning <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I don't know. How did how did Maul survive? He went down a shaft that was like probably full of radiation or so. Maybe I don't know. That's a good point. Maybe the radiation kept him alive. Do you know what I just only realised? In the Old Republic, for the Inquisitor class, uh, which, funnily enough, is, has the ability to wield a du du double-bladed lightsaber, their ability to regenerate their health is called Seethe. And it's <laughs> where that pacing up and down, turning around, which is very much like what Darth Maul does while he's waiting for the shield to go down. While Qui-Gon med meditates calmly... He is complete opposite because he's angry. He's still got seething anger in yeah, him. Got to focus on the anger within him. Exactly. Uh oh. Maybe this also set the president for not running left or right out of objects going in a straight line. You're right. It's not the Prometheus school of running away from things. <laughs> it's the Charger. Phantom Menace school of running away from things. They started it in the ninety nine. In ninety nine. Got some serious luck, isn't he? Some kind of luck, yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> See, I don't mind it. I don't mind this bit, but I don't mind. But do you know what? I think it's because it's it's physical comedy. Not he's not saying funny things at yeah. the same time. He's I doing silly when things. When you've got both, I think it's too much. Yeah. Is it that one there? No. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in one of them. Yeah, she looked very. That's a very, that's a very small guard. <laughs> oh, bless Ray! If you ever listen to this, I do apologise. I'm not slating you. I do love you really. You're an integral part to the Star Wars universe, so don't worry. I would be amazed if Ray Park ever listened to this. <laughs> but if you are, I love you. <laughs> we. Very lucky place to land, isn't it? So I've crashed, but I've got your delivery order. <laughs> uh, do you mind coming out to collecting it, please? Thank you. 
you can ignore the tip. <laughs> oh, look at it. Look, look at it. Look how angry he is. The acting that Ray Park does he's, as Darth he, Maul is he's incredible. fuming, mate. Fuming. Mate, Obi-Wan could have made that. I'm sorry. He could have. His cardio is shocking, mate. Look at him. That's terrible off the mark. <laughs> oh, no. You're right. It should have been like a full Olympic sprint. Yeah, exactly. Mode. Mate, why do you need to ignite your lightsaber, mate? Your focus is getting to target. Then you can ignite your lightsaber. It's, it's almost oh, oh, but he just knew he just he, he there's no way he, he, he could have beaten him. No. Oh look at that! I've never noticed that, that flip round, and he's straight away looking at Obi Wan, ready to go again. Oh yeah, using that anger with a smile and a taunt. Yeah. Mad. Ironic that they have droids collecting other droids. <laughs> uh oh. He says an end. Oh, saved by the decoy. Is that just by the face paint? They just made that assumption. <laughs> yes, that one isn't the queen. I don't know what those other extras are going to do. Like they're like, uh, should I rugby tackle on? They're just kind of walking around, yeah. going, "I need a gun. <laughs> Someone get me a gun." I think you just closed them, dude. Mate, look at the geezer in the background. Oh, that is a power <laughs> stance. <laughs> He's a stance and a half, mate. <laughs> Blimey. More seething, more seething. Go, go, go. Here we go. But he's younger, he's quicker. Boom. Oh, it's all them as well. I love it. Do you think they're too choreographed? Now, I think you could tell the difference between his, his youthful speed versus Qui-Gon's more stoic. Come Are on. they more of a dance rather than a like a powerful struggle and fight? No. Ouch! No, my wig! <laughs> As it goes flying down the pit. Rude. Mate, do you know how it would be hilarious if we then walked around to Quiet God's body and kicked his lightsaber off? That'd be the other what if. Yeah, be like, oh, what does he do now? Just, oh no, just jumps over in force, pushes him down. There you go, mate, no lightsaber required. See, 4D brain I've got. What a shot. I won't say what the D's stand for. <laughs> what? Impossible. Away we go. Dunk. I mean, fairness. Makes sense. He just shot the main reactor from the inside. I didn't do it. Must have been that gangster. 
Must be the new boy Skywalker, ain't it? Get out of there, boys. Brilliant music. Kaboom! Didn't see that one coming, did you, boys? <laughs> and brilliant. 1138 on the uh, <laughs> back of the droid there. Oh, yeah. Easy victory. <laughs> victory Royale. <laughs> I'm guessing that's not only to taunt him, but then to try and get the sparks to loosen his grip, right? Probably a little bit of everything. Yeah. Now, he can't see the lightsaber. Like, you, you don't, you forget that he's gone about mm. 10 foot down. He feel can it. feel it, yeah. Force leap unlocked. That, that, that. The red mist. Yeah. That was added, I swear. Yes, that was. Because I believe at one point they. Sh um, in one of these shots where it's all blackened, one of the shots they did have, like, you could see guts. <laughs> oh, God. Bloody. And I thought, that's a bit much. Just like, I want it faster and more intense. Yeah. More blood. Wait, so he's talking, mate. He could have helped in that fight, mate. What the fuck? <laughs> just, got, just got to catch my breath. It's a flesh wound. Exactly. What a joker. Now he's in the next movie. Huh? Now that Liam Neeson's dead, Joker's in the next one. It's about man joke. Oh, okay. Wow, I'd really zoned out for a second. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, rip. The Star Wars universe loses an important member. Qui-Gon Jinnus. The wig is back. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very bright, isn't it? It's very red. Yeah. And then this is the brilliant one where they've got a fake Mace window, isn't it? Is it? I think it is. I think somewhere in the background there's a fake Mace Windu. We will watch your career with great intent. Keep watching. There's fake fake Mace Windu. Oh, See? yeah! <laughs> if I, I, I even think... You can't unsee that. That might also be um, uh, Ahmed Best. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. Don't think that was. Can't unsee that now, can you? No. You've got all the graphic design people playing the Is it? politicians there. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that CG's a bit poor. Though, well, that was the first bit of CG they'd ever done for Yoda. Yeah. Oh, he's pissed. Even then he's dismissive of the fact that he's trying to take him. Oh, 
Now, the way he says that, agree with you, the council does. There's no other council members there. It's just him. Does he think he's the? Pe- does he think he is the council? No, I think. Uh, Who does he think he is? I think actually, it's more like he's been overruled by the council. <laughs> uh, oh, even Teal. I love this piece of music. This was the piece of music that was um, released on the CD. That um, was it. Qui Gon's funeral. Yeah. Uh, that kind of spoiled. It came out before the film. Kind of <laughs> spoiled the ending. <laughs> oh dear! They didn't think that one through, did they? So shut up and listen to what I say. No doubt, eh? And the apprentice. (gasps) And again, that was a new bit of Sith law that we didn't know. That there was only two? Yeah. Darth Bane's rule of two, isn't it? Well, that came from that one line of dialogue. Now it's time for the celebrations. A, a symbolic coming together of two civilizations on the same planet, isn't it? Does look like a sick party, not going to lie. Oh, Now, of course, he gets the big wagon. Oh, God. Now what what is that orb? It's just a static ball. That's a peace orb. <laughs> I can't tell you any more than that. <laughs> he just touches it all his hair, just stands up on it. <laughs> it's an exhibit from the science museum that yeah, he's exactly. stolen. Jokers. He doesn't look that bad there. Everyone giving it a wave. This is the only bit that looks a bit dodgy because she's looking at the ball, not at him. Because he's, I think, pure CGI. Oh, yeah, she's not even looking. Oh, that was bad. They haven't given her an eyeline. She doesn't even turn. Maybe unless she's bowing in respect. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, look at that cocky smile. He knows he's getting it next next film. (laughs) Is that wig or not? Can't tell. Boom. And the end. And the end. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed our little commentary walk along. Yes, apologies about the uh, video sh- uh, shut off, but yeah. hopefully next time we'll have the uh, cable plugged in and the yeah. battery will last. Well, yeah, I'll make sure it's a different camera setup. But uh, for those of you who haven't already, if you uh, hit that lovely like button, it does help us out. And if you uh, subscribe as well, we will be getting more of these out at some point. Uh, if you haven't already, watch some of the other, or watch and listen to some of the episodes of our podcast. We've done. Well, by this point, might have done one or two, might have done three. Who knows at this point? We'll have to see. Um, check out that. And then we've also got links for Apple and Spotify. I don't know if we'll be putting this on Spotify. I don't mind. I think we'll aim to, yeah. Yeah, we can do. So until that point, we'll see you guys in either another episode of the podcast or episode two commentary. So until then. Goodbye. May the force be with you all. <laughs>